0: piracy is just one of many subjects Leach researchers in his free time the full list is like a personal card catalog to his mind let's see whales bears chimp uh, no
1: whales grizzly bears chimpanzees sharks australia daniel boone there isn't really a specific way to do the tango geronimo the guy always leads apache indians in general just overall Wider. I don't like to dance. Doc Holiday, because I'm self conscious. Kind of gravitating a little towards uh, Vikings and George Washington. Went through a little bit of a Napoleon phase. What kept you guys from
0: getting in them offensively in the first half? Uh, I don't
1: know. That's a great point. We we're, were like one of the most constipated offenses on earth.
0: And, you know, we. Uh...
1: What is up, Bulldog fans? Sorry, we are a day late on our recap podcast, but this is your boy Dogs Today here with my co-host Matty Light coming off a big nut slap victory over Bowling Green, forty five to fourteen on Saturday at eleven AM kickoff. Matt, how are you feeling going in A and M week?
0: I'm feeling I'm feeling hot. I'm feeling heavy. I'm feeling ready to destroy everything that they hold dear to their hearts. Um, I, I think Looking back on this game, you know, of course, Bowling Green by transitive process, we are better than Notre Dame. So, you know, it's looking up for us this season. Um, so, you know, I'm I'm pumped uh, and I'm looking to be at Davis Wade Stadium this weekend and be ringing my cowbell and be annoying the shit out of my girlfriend. And it's just going to be a 10 out of 10 experience, especially when we dog pound them, you know, so I'm excited.
1: Very much so. Um, for those of you listeners that do not know, uh, Matt's old lady slash new lady is an Aggie alum, um, originally a Red Raider. Though, uh, is that correct?
0: No, uh, undergrad A and M, and then okay, uh, I, I red, okay yeah, yeah, Red yeah. Raider for so she, grad school. So she yeah. only she's a she's an Aggie at heart.
1: Yeah. So she originally pledged uh, pledged to the cult of A and M, um, and. She still bleeds that like off shade of maroon that they have, but anyway, um, she's in a cult, and uh, we're trying to to show her better ways, and um, you know, just just bring her to uh to her senses. And, yeah, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll talk more
0: about that tomorrow. Yeah, pod, we'll, we'll you know, get there Thursday. Or... Yeah, but uh,
1: but uh, anyway, um, you know, we're not gonna harp on Saturday too much because Bowling Green wasn't much count, but um. Like we said last week, uh, we were both right. Um, Will did absolutely shred him up. He made it look easy. I felt like this was a very clean game. Um, didn't see many mistakes. Uh, just just looked pretty crisp all around, um, Even even missing some guys that we normally have. Uh, got to get some younger guys in there as well. Uh, what did you What did you see out of Will and Code that you liked, and uh, did you see anything that that was concerning or just different to you?
0: Um number 1 my biggest thing and we talked about this last week on the pod. Uh we did not have a three and out at any point in the game until the very end when our backup quarterback was in and you know the game was winding down it was already won uh and that that was the first three and out. Will did not have a three and out the entire game. Uh we didn't score on every drive of course but We did not have a three and out. And that's the biggest thing, especially with this air raid offense. We talked about this last week on the pod, is that we don't have to score every drive. But with this air raid offense, we cannot go three and out and put our defense right back out there on the field time and time again like we did in the second half against LSU. We're not going to win games against A&M or Arkansas or Ole Miss or any of those teams if we continue to do that. So that was the one thing that I really saw. Um, And, of course, you know, Bowling Green is – their defense is not like what we're gonna see down the stretch here. The season's not getting any easier. But I liked the fact that we consistently kept drives alive for a little bit and moved the ball. And that was the biggest thing that stood out to me. And I hope that we can continue that into the next week, you know?
1: Yeah. And uh I, I don't think bowling like I don't think bowling green is trash. I think had they had their QB um, they might have had a little more life, and I'm. Yeah. Uh, but I don't really think they're as bad as their record indicates. I actually think they're going to be a decent G five team. But um, because we, they were we missing,
0: were... they were missing their quarterback, their head coach, and their, coach, yeah. uh, and yeah. their big tight end. So they were missing yeah. a lot of pieces on offense. But uh, uh, some of their defensive players, uh, up until this week, they had twelve sacks. Uh, and I think they got two more this week, so they're at fourteen. But as it sat last week, they were like fifth in the nation in sacks or something like that so it's not like their you know defense is a slouch by any means you know right right
1: yeah um we uh we had 215 more yards than them uh wheel through uh for 420 blaze it uh six titties um no picks we had no turnovers Well i like to see i know i hit on that um this is our first game i think we we were positive in the, in the turnover battle which is huge and uh we need to we need to at least be even um going ahead uh in all our conference games we need to be at least even in in the turnover battle um and uh only had three penalties which which I thought was nice uh if there was one like not a bad spot or anything bad cuz everybody played good i felt the offensive line still but i'm, I'm glad you said that about the uh Baltimore's defense cuz they could get after the QB, and they knew if they were gonna to be able to stop Will at all, like they were just gonna have to blitz like an MF. Um, offensive line, we're still like moving some pieces around, and I know uh, like Dollar Bill like has got an unnamed injury going on, which yeah, basically it, it all was our ankle
0: situation, right?
1: Yeah, and so left tackle is not really ideal when you're dealing with something like that. So um, I think Cam Jones played out there a little bit. They're they're gonna be doing some shuffling. They're gonna try and figure it out. And this was a great game to like. Figure some stuff out, and I know, um, you know, we talked last week about like the receiver situation, and uh, again, like we, Raw Raw has been our best receiver all year, and we barely see him. Yep. And he, he drops another dime, dropped an absolute dime from Will. Um, one of his best passes I've seen in the, in a, a maroon uniform. Uh, Ducking had uh, about a hundred and uh, two tuddies. <laughs> to Lou with uh 60 yards tutty uh while got a little more pt he got three catches 40 yards but he also got a touchdown um that pass that will made to him on the left uh sideline like, like in the corner like yeah. on the run rolling to his left yeah great pass. that was beautiful absolutely mm-hmm. crispy um but yeah, I think let's see. Uh 1 2 3 4 5 6 7 8 9 10 11 12 13 14 I think we had 14 or 15 guys catch passes. So,
0: yeah. And and um, you're going to see that playing against uh, a team like Bowling Green especially when we're up that big at halftime. Um yeah. you know, you're going to see some of these new guys that you don't see very often catch passes, which is great. I want to see those guys in and out uh see what they can do. Um <clears throat> so that was that was really great. Um so I like to see that. Uh I think the biggest thing for me looking at, we we ran the ball a few times, um, you know, not not a crazy amount. It looks like what we had uh, seven, eight, eight run plays. Eh, uh, not great, but uh, we just
1: didn't have to, and we had yeah. no like like no Woody. You know, he, he yeah. he's not gonna just run DJ a bunch, and uh, Simeon Price like obviously was the backup, but he he caught um you know he had. How many passes he catch? He had, uh, he 70, yeah, receptions. he had three receptions. He
0: three receptions for forty nine and a touchdown as well. So, yep.
1: um, you know they were getting involved. Uh, it was just one of those things where I, you know, Leach is thinking like we don't have to run the ball on these guys. Like let's just get Will going off of the tough loss against LSU. Just get him back in his groove and and roll on. And I, I think it I think it worked out pretty well.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And uh, I do want to see a little bit more of the run game against A and M just because of. Watching the A and M Arkansas game, which we'll get to a little bit later, but A and M like gave up some big runs early, and then kind of, kind of defended really well against the run the rest of the game. So I kind of want to, I want to make it where they're not just sitting on their heels for pass the entire time. I want to make them commit to that run every once in a while, and then you know maybe we can get one over their head or something like that. So that's what I'm kind of looking forward to this next yeah, week. Hopefully I, I, we can. I think they realize that.
1: KJ was kind of struggling in the pocket. I don't think he's been that great as a passer this year, especially missing Burks. And I think they kind of figured out, like, oh, like, if we stuff the run, we can, like, we can really slow him down. And, you know, on top of that, A&M, or, I mean, excuse me, Arkansas just really shot themselves in the foot. One of the freakier – it was a great heads-up play by A&M's defense, which is a solid unit. Um, KJ just tries to jump over the goal line – from like five yards away, fumbles. They do this like little handoff drill and take it all the way to the house. Like, yeah, they're so lucky, dude. Like, I, I just. Um,
0: well, their luck ends on Saturday, so we're good.
1: Yeah, I mean, I just, gosh, it's it's almost like, well, I can't even no, I can, know. I was gonna say Auburn Jesus, maybe like transferred to A and M, but Auburn's still somehow getting lucky, and they're going. <laughs> yeah,
0: I was about to say somehow. Auburn is still winning football games, which they yeah, some, Missouri won that game twice this last Saturday, and somehow Auburn still won. So I, I I don't understand. Maybe like John the Baptist
1: or something is a an Aggie. I don't really know, but um, just weird things happened in that game, and, on, and then you have the the field goal at the end, literally hitting the top of the goalpost. I mean, how many times in your life have you seen that happen?
0: Not very often. And weren't they, weren't they complaining that the goalposts were too big or something like that? Yeah, because yeah, they're NFL goalposts. Uh, but even so, like, so
1: the way it goes, from my understanding, is if they were college goalposts, I think they're 10 foot shorter or something. Well, they probably would have went with the the call on the field, but those guys are standing right under it. And if, you know, it goes over it where the goalpost ends, if it, goes where the post would be they nine times out of ten call it a miss so yeah. like even if the post was there and the ball actually would have been where it would have bounced in like can't, like a deflection inside like they would have called it you know no good so unless i mean obviously we will never know yeah. what the ref would have said but like you can't you can't use that as an excuse man it wasn't it's not like a. it was a 55 yard field goal like come on
0: yeah true
1: um anyway uh, uh, that that being said that is one of the crazier cringier games this year um so far i, I mean it, it didn't touch the shenanigans of auburn and mizzou but we'll talk about that later <laughs> um
0: shenanigans is putting it lightly
1: yeah but uh so yeah a&m lost Anaya smith um their best receiver. So, I think they're going to be, and I don't want to get, like, too into A&M because, you know, we got our Thursday pod. But, like, I think that's a pretty big deal. Uh, I'm pretty sure the line is set at state by four. Is that what it is right now?
0: Um, Let me see. I can look that up. I did not know. What, uh, so, we're actually favored in this game? We're favored
1: by three and a half. Yeah, we're favored by three and a half. Did not know that. Nice. So, I mean, like, you know, I know LSU didn't pan out, but, like, it was on the road, but. Like Vegas knows what they're doing. Like they they see the things that you and I see. They know that A and M is just not. Uh,
0: Vegas isn't not the a guys. They're not. They're not the ones putting in the votes. They're they're putting it in to win money, not not you know. Yeah, to, correct. They're not pander yeah. to people. They're not.
1: Yeah, the matchup predictor has us at um sixty eight point seven percent chance to win. Um. Yeah, so over/under is set at forty-five and a half. Uh, we are averaging thirty-seven point three per game to A&M's twenty-one point three. We are allowing twenty-one point three a game, and they are only allowing eleven point eight, which is pretty good. Like I said, like their defensive unit is 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 good. Um, and I don't like I I don't want to hammer this game, but I could just I feel like I I could just keep talking about this matchup because it's really intriguing. Yeah um i don't let's see a&m hasn't had a true road game yet we beat them for the last six i just think they're in for a rude awakening man um yeah but i'm gonna get i'm gonna get into what we know so that way i just don't keep dragging on about this yeah um and we kind of already hit on this i my first thing is things are going to change around at wide receiver all year long you know right when we think we have the lineup set okay we don't all right uh for the most part they're still relatively young i mean that's one of our youngest groups even though it's our deepest group um you know like wally is like our most experienced guy well he's a true junior
0: yeah and
1: tulu is too raw raw is a sophomore Xavier thomas is a freshman rufus is a sophomore i think and then we have all these transfers that might as well be freshmen or sophomores i mean uh and then duck duckings like our only like old guy out there so um, yeah but it's going to change around um My second thing is the offensive line just needs to be better. They need to figure it out. They need to figure out their positions. They need to figure out something that sticks and holds well. Uh, And uh, my third thing, and this is just off of what I learned this weekend just around the conference, you know, we saw Georgia struggle against Kent State. Okay, we saw Kentucky and Ole Miss both beat G5 teams by eight points at home. Uh, we saw Bama struggle early in the year on a on the road at a Texas team that now has lost to Texas Tech. I mean, what I have written down here is the sky is almost the limit with us. like if we play well and play to our potential every week, we we can beat anybody and are we gonna go on the road and beat Bama? No, but I almost feel more confident about playing Georgia well at home. Than I do Bama on the road right now because of what I saw out of Georgia this last weekend. They looked human. They looked human against a a used to be FCS school. I'm pretty sure they're FBS now Um, just like, and they haven't played a true road game either. So we'll circle around to that. um, Jen Pisaki style come November when, when they come to town, but I don't, This conference is is more balanced than I think it has been in a long time.
0: Yeah, um, and the only argument that I would have, uh, yes, Bama and Georgia, I think, are both human. But I think they're still above everybody else. But everybody else in this conference that I'm looking at right now is beatable on any given day. Uh, And, you know, if we play LSU again, I I think we win that game. Uh, I think we can beat Kentucky. I think we can beat Arkansas. I think we can beat A&M. And it just depends on what team we put on the field at any given day and what team they put on the field in any, any given day. And I think the SEC this year, especially the West, is very hotly contested and very even because, yeah. you know. And I, and and I, I think, think we'll see a lot from this Mississippi-UK game, uh, Ole Miss mm-hmm. versus Kentucky this week. I think we're going to see a lot there, and uh, I'm excited to see that. Is that a home game for... Yeah it is a home Except game. For, yeah, for it's eleven A. M. Dude, how many home games are they gonna have? Have they played one away game yet?
1: They played Georgia Tech on the road. Oh.
0: So they played every freaking home game. So but, uh, like, yeah.
1: Yeah. It, things are gonna get tough for, for them as well. Like, you know, we already knew that their first half of the schedule was cake.
0: Yeah. Um, Cheeks.
1: But yeah, that, that's that's my third thing. But yeah, you're right. Three three through 3 through 14 in the conference can you could literally just put all their names in a in a box and just shake it up and pull out a name and say this team's the best. Well, maybe not. 14. Missouri Missouri Vandy Missouri yeah. Vandy Auburn. Okay, but other than those you could say okay, this team was going to beat everybody else on this day and I'd be like, "Oh, well, yeah, I could see it somehow." Yeah. Um, but that being said, I still Auburn or Georgia, one of the two is going to lose a regular season game and it wouldn't surprise me if both of them lost one. Just
0: but somebody. one of the
1: two. One you of mean, the two you mean is, Alabama, not Auburn. Yeah, 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 Fuck me. Sorry. <laughs> Auburn just dumpster fires on my mind. Bama or <laughs> or Georgia, one of the two will lose a regular season game. And it wouldn't surprise me if both lost one. Yeah. But for sure one of them will.
0: Yeah. Uh, I i just, see that.
1: It's just too it's just too hectic right now. I think COVID, it may have been one of the most beautiful things to happen in college football. Teams are older, they're more experienced. And when that happens, the not blue blood teams get get close the gap on the elite teams because they are retaining experience, and experience can make up for a lack of talent. Um, you know, right? Eight or nine times out of ten, so it just is closed the gap, just like it did in baseball, and it, it yeah. ended up being beautiful for baseball. And I'm not just saying that because we got a natty out of it, but all these like smaller programs kept guys around and they got competitive and it was just super deep from top to bottom and it's a beautiful thing and I really wish we had the college football playoff expanded to 12 this year um because I think this year would be probably the perfect year to implement that with uh because if you if you did a 1 through 12 at the end in end, end of the football season I think the 1 through 12 we look at it and be like well I mean i Man, the number twelve team—I really think could give Georgia a run, or could really give Ohio State a run, or whatever. In um, yeah. a lot of years, you would not—you would not say that at all. So right. those are my three. What do you got?
0: Um, I only have two, and really, you could combine these things into one. Really, Wally needs more touches. Uh, we know this. Yes. We have talked about this. Wally is an experienced receiver out there. He needs more touches. Uh, I saw some, you know, good stuff from him this week. Uh, he only had three receptions and he did have a touchdown um, but he averaged 13 yards each reception uh, and you know uh, with a long of 22 he's a good player he needs to be on the field um, and then my other two are Tulu and ducking are them boys uh, I love having Tulu back returning kicks and punts he's dangerous and he's gonna get he's gonna get us yards back i think I think he averaged like 15 yards a return on punts and like the ones that he brought out of the end zone i don't want to lie to y'all but i can't remember exactly what he did i, I electric want, dude. i want to say it was, it was so like electric. close to 40 yards a return that he averaged or something like that so
1: uh on saturday or on the year on
0: saturday um I'm, 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 but i can't find that anywhere that i'm looking at i and i i just heard that from somebody so i may be lying but uh, I just know that he's electric back there and I want him to be our all-time punt returner. I don't want to put, I don't want to see any white people back there. No Austin Williams. No nobody. I want I want Tulu. Um so. uh,
1: yeah, he had he had two returns for 70 yards, so you can do the math there.
0: Yeah. 25. So
1: yeah, dude, he's electric. Um him and Zavian need to be back every time. Yep. There and they will they will Tulu definitely will take one of the house before the year is over, and I wouldn't surprise me if both of them did. Um, so, yeah, I'm I'm with you there. It's almost like they heard us talking last week. I feel like they got Tulu more involved, uh, which was good to see, and I think they need to continue that going forward. They need to get creative, and I think now is about to be the time to open up the playbook a little bit. I know I know Leach's little um, index card isn't that big to open up, but, like, you know, go ahead and... Go ahead and get get to it, son. And that leads me into my what we don't. um, And it is how will this three game stretch define Mike Leach's career? Because we got A and M, Arkansas, and then at Kentucky, and he cannot he can lose one of the three, but he cannot lose more than that. um, If he wants to keep people on board and he wants this to actually be like a decently special season. Because I know the portal changes things, and it makes things not so bad. But, like, you know, next year we're going to lose a lot of the defense. And who knows what can happen next year. I mean, we have eight home games next year. That's great. But, you know, the the time to win is now. Like, everybody but Bama is down. Auburn dumps your fire. LSU is going through a rebuild, and they already beat us. You know, Arkansas isn't as good as they were last year. Ole Miss isn't isn't as good as they were last year. A and M isn't. Well, they're probably about the same. They may be a little. I don't know yet. They're probably about the same as last year. Like the time, the time to win is now. Absolutely.
0: You know? Yeah.
1: Um, and it it absolutely blows that you draw Georgia this year. But <laughs> yeah, that's tough. At least it's at home, and just even if you play it respectable, you'll be fine. You know. Yeah. You win, win two of the next three, lose to Bama, lose to Georgia, and then win the rest. And you're eight and four. Yeah. And then maybe go and get a, a bowl win. People would be ecstatic for a nine and four season in Starkville.
0: Absolutely. Yeah.
1: But if he goes one and two or knock on wood, God forbid, 0 oh and three, it's a wrap. I mean, they're not going to fire him right off the bat, but it he'll it, be on his way out.
0: Yeah. I believe that. Yeah. I think this these next three games are going to be some of the or the three biggest games in Leach's tenure at Mississippi State so far.
1: <clears> 100. <throat>
0: so, all right, what else you got? My second thing on what we don't is
1: how is Arnett going to scheme A and M?
0: I hope it's quarterback contain. Because that's one uh, of my I... that's one of my what we don't know is will we be able to contain Max Johnson? Because I do not think he will beat us through the air. I will think, I I think he is going to, because I saw it against Arkansas. He's got some wheels on him, and it goes back to the same thing that I was kind of worried about LSU and their quarterback. Does he, do we get to him and push him out of the pocket and he shakes a tackle and then runs for 10, 12 yards every time? Does that that happen? Because if that happens, then it's going to be a long day.
1: Here's my thing. I think I think Max Johnson is a mistake maker. I think Jaden Daniels for LSU. First of all, a he's faster than Max. B he's experienced. He was a uh, he had four years under his belt. Dude had some some scoots, and he could just burn you. Just abs- he could juke you. He could burn you. He could be faster. He could be quicker. Uh, Max probably has north south speed, but I don't think he's gonna get out there and shake anybody. Um, and running a A uh the defense that we run, at you know three three five, I just we should have enough speed on the field to contain him. But either here's the way it goes: if we stop the run, we're gonna win the game.
0: Yeah, absolutely.
1: You know they got their biggest win of the year last week, and he completed eleven of twenty-one passes. That's like fifty-two percent or something. One touchdown average. Of seven point two, his QBR was a fifty point eight. Okay, and you but, said
0: one of their best receivers is hurt this week.
1: Oh, he's he's done for the year.
0: I didn't even know that.
1: Yeah, yeah. A nice Smith. Um, he broke his ankle.
0: Oh, well,
1: it, it, lower leg slash ankle, but it, it's 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 broken.
0: Well, I hate it for that kid, but I mean, yeah,
1: like I wish he could play starting next week. Um, but I do hate it for him. he's he's filthy. He's really good. Uh, but uh, um, a Achan- a Chanye or however you say the running back's last name. Uh, one of the better running backs that I've seen uh, in this conference, he had 160 yards on 19 carries and a touchdown. And if we if we stuff the run, Max is going to make mistakes. Like, he's, he's going to throw a pick um, if we contain him and make him throw. But even if we flush him out of the pocket, I feel like he's going to get hit and fumble or something. You know, he's not good enough to throw on the run. That's when a lot of picks happen. So... To me, man, just load up the box a little bit and just make him beat you with his arm. And if Max Johnson comes out and beats us with his arm somehow, I'll hate it, but I'll be a lot happier that way than uh, them rushing for 300 yards on us.
0: Yeah. No, so Absolutely. Uh, Is that what they put up really against Arkansas?
1: Uh, rushing? I'm going to get the box score. I mean, if he alone put up 170... They had two hundred and forty-four. No, excuse me. No, they had one hundred and ninety-two rushing yards. So their their running back one was one hundred and sixty of the one hundred ninety-two, and the other thirty-two yards was Max.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, they got a good back back there. Uh, I'm not. I I don't think that they're just going to be able to run it down our throats. I really don't. Not with our not with our defensive line. Not with Jet Johnson right there. I I just. Mm. I hope not, and if we can contain that run, like you said, I feel good about winning the game. Yeah.
1: Um, Let me ask you this. I don't have this written down. How many points do we need to score to win the game? Like, what? what, what is the the number, the, the smallest number that you can throw out there, but you're still, if I gave you that number, you would be comfortable in saying we were going to win?
0: Comfortable?
1: Yeah, like comfortable enough you would put $100 on it. 35 points. Oof. I don't think we hit 35.
0: I mean, I was thinking, I think we can win this game with 28 points, but if I'm putting money on it, I want 35. But I mean, I I, I don't think that A&M is going to put up 35 against us. I, I don't no. think I see that happening.
1: I, do, I think the max they could score is 24 so I would say we need to score 27 or 28.
0: Okay. Yeah.
1: Because 25 or 26 sounds weird to say cuz that like never happens. Right. Um but yeah, I just 24 would be the max for them, I think. I just they would have to get like a a lucky BS turnover or a kicker return touchdown or something weird. And I will also add a note that Knocking on wood again, I think we're good at kicker now. Dude hit a 53-yarder. I,
0: I wanted to bring that up. Green. Yeah.
1: And that was like a couple of yards shy of our record at MSU. And he drilled it. Like, he would have been good from 60, at least.
0: Yeah. And the fact that, because, like, look, coming into these, these downslope of the, of the year games that we're about to start playing in conference, we are going to need a kicker that we can depend on to hit field goals, because some of these games are going to come down to a field goal. Um and being able to get that guy out there and knock through a 53 yarder in a game situation, albeit Bowling Green, it was in a game situation in a stadium with people yelling at him, and that was big. I I love having you know seeing him hit, be able to hit that, get the confidence, uh, get the team behind him, and be able to do that in a game situation, and that's going to be huge coming down the stretch. I think.
1: I will say. Yeah. Yes. Absolutely. And I, I'm glad it's like seemingly locked in now because we don't need to be having kicker controversy at, at this point in the season. Um, I think if we get, and I, I'm gonna qu- I'm promise after this I'm gonna quit hammering on a And M, but I could just go on and on about this freaking team. I think if we score, if we get up two scores early, it's over.
0: Arkansas got the, up two scores early on them, and it was not over. But
1: but then but then what they do? No, they didn't get up two scores. They were well. They were up fourteen. Okay. Well, yeah. when it was it was fourteen to seven, and they were about to go up two scores again. What'd they do? Fumbled. Fourteen point swing. Yeah. They were about to punch it in for their own seven. Instead, they handed them them the ball, and they went a hundred yards down the field, and it was a fourteen point swing.
0: That's true. So I, I think yeah. if
1: I think if KJ punches that ball in right there, and they go up halftime, uh, up fourteen instead of up one. There's there's no way a And M wins in the second half. They can't play from behind. They don't have a quarterback to do it. Now they don't have an elite receiver to do it. Their best player is their running back, and they they can't just hand the ball off over and over and over to dig out of a a fourteen point hole.
0: Yeah, that's true. Um, so I I want to come out just like we did against Bowling Green this week. Come out. Uh, we scored on all three of our first three possessions. Uh, Would we put up seventeen points? Um. Uh, two touchdowns and a field goal. And I want to come out swinging against A&M and I want to do the same thing. Uh, and like you said, I think if we can get out to an early lead, uh, just like we did with Fitz back in the day uh, and that long run on the first play of scrim- from scrimmage. Uh, 2016, baby. Yeah. I, I, I think A&M, albeit they did it from Arkansas because Arkansas handed them the ball. Um, I don't – if we can – limit the turnovers and and get that 14 point lead early I I think you're right I I don't think they can come from behind especially if we can carry a two score lead in a halftime you know
1: yeah yeah I would feel extremely confident um going into half uh in that situation uh just to break it down by quarter um this is for the year scoring by quarter MSU has scored 52 points in the first quarter this year. Our opponents have scored seven combined.
0: Well, that's a lot better than last year when we didn't start playing to the second half.
1: Yes. Okay. Second quarter, MSU scored 38. The point opponents have scored 20. So, needless to say, we win the coin toss. We're we're receiving that. hoe. okay. Like, Mike's gonna come out flying. Uh, in the third, it tightens up a little bit. It's uh, we're up 24 to 17. And then in the fourth, we're actually outscored, um, but I would say a large part of that is due to the fact that three out of the four games we've been uh, blowing the teams out in the fourth quarter and had our backups in, and it's 35 to 41 in the fourth. so um, but that that first number it's pretty staggering. I mean that's obviously games start to zero to zero. It doesn't matter who you're playing. Uh, everybody's playing their hardest at the beginning, and we're just clicking then. And if I think we would do that this weekend, we're going to be fine, but I'm going to shut up about a right, now. Yeah, no
0: more A&M talk. We'll, we'll talk about uh, that tomorrow. All right, baby.
1: <laughs> Power rankings. You ready? You here we go. Up?
0: Here we go. Power rankings. Let's
1: get weird. All okay? right. <clears> okay. <throat> so, this is the, the time of the year where things get difficult because um, people have losses that they shouldn't have, and... Uh, some teams get exposed, even though they've been blown off by the media all year. Number one, and this, the uh, uh, super elite gap from last week is closed. Number one, Georgia. Number two, Bama. They're in, they're in their own tier up there, okay? Yeah. I don't think you have a, a coral there. Cool no, with that?
0: I'm cool with that.
1: Number three, I, I have I have them in an in-betweener um, tier here, and that's sitting by themselves is just Tennessee. I feel like they're not good enough to be elite, but I think they're better than – the middle of the
0: pack i think they're very beatable though uh their offense is elite gonna get that out there it's good offense their defense can be beat
1: yes yeah hindon hooker might actually be in the heisman conversation uh come the end of the year i think he'd have to be top five right now he just is so efficient doesn't make mistakes doesn't throw picks um, I think in his in all of his starts, he's like got thirty-eight touchdown passes to two interceptions. Like that's nuts. Yeah, that's extremely extremely crisp. Um, number four and five play each other this weekend. They're in their own tier, and I have Ole Miss in Kentucky. Now, do I think they're the fourth and fifth best teams in the conference? No, but they're both undefeated, and I'm gonna let them have it. This and week. they're gonna do. They're, I'm gonna let out, I'm gonna let have it this week, and they're gonna duel it out. And let me ask you this, and we'll do predictions later. Is this going to be a close game, or is this going to be a random blowout one way or the other? It's 11 a.m. Weird things happen.
0: Yeah, it is 11 a.m., and, you know, I was kind of thinking the latter on that. I, I feel, I just got a weird feeling about this game that somebody is going to get out to an early lead and just roll and stomp the other one, and I don't know who that's going to be at this point. Um But, I don't know, I I would, uh, of course I would like it to be a closer game, but we'll see, you know, it's going to be, I think it's going to be a good game, um, but I kind of, you know, with your, with your, with your statement, I could see it being a random blowout one way or the other, just, you know, just some weird stuff happens and, you know, somebody gets a touchdown and then throws it, then the other guys come out, throw a pick six or something like that, and it's just you know, handed it to somebody. Yeah. If it is know. a
1: blowout, I think Ole Miss is, is going to be on top.
0: Yeah, probably.
1: Um, but I think it's going to be an awkward, weird 11 a.m. game. Um, I will say Ole Miss finally sold out their stadium this year, uh, and I'm not, like, saying that despite spite. Like, I mean, yeah, they've had a tough time filling it, but, I mean.
0: Well, that's it's usually decently filled, but every – I mean, you decently saw it league. last week. Like, the student section – there was like four people left in the student section after yeah. halftime against yeah. uh, who they, whoever yeah. they played last week, uh, and
1: Tulsa. Yeah,
0: and Tulsa almost comes back and makes it a game in the fourth quarter, and that's you know, and, and I, I know think it
1: was warm, he, but like it wasn't that hot. It wasn't yeah. like week one hot. Like, and Lane
0: Kiffin was even talking about it in the press conference. He was like, it has yeah, been was, every week. He's been yeah. t-
1: complaining about the crowd." So, um, which he's going to leave, uh, maybe maybe not this year, but he's going to leave, and they're going to regret not backing him the way they should because he he's won like 11 straight home games now like this is the best stretch of football they've had and since the 60s about those all those fake national championships that old miss fans always talk about like what like what are you doing i mean yeah maybe maybe hughes two years maybe uh 14 15 16 somewhere there but other than that i mean th- like this is a great stretch for them and they're just like uh oh, whatever like you know we'll go eat cold chicken tenders in the grove and watch it on our 32 inch roku tv yeah. Like, what are you doing? Anyway, it's sold out. The environment will probably be solid, but um, everybody complains about it just like being a microwave in that stadium. Um, but I, I've been there in September a couple times, and I didn't think it was any hotter than any regular stadium. Uh, so I don't. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe they're just not built different because you know we're built, built different, different blue collar, and we 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 actually work outside and not in penny loafers and air conditioned offices. So maybe that's why. But, uh, I don't know. That's just my take there. Anyway, I'm going to go on. Um, this is where things get, get dicey and weird, and a couple of fan bases aren't going to like it. 678, and I can't believe I'm sitting here. 678, Florida, LSU, and MSU. I don't really know what to say. And and how I had named this bracket Um, on my sheet here is, can beat anyone or lose to anyone.
0: Yeah. That uh that's probably a good a, a good name for this, this three stretch here. Uh you know, Florida's got two losses on the season now. One albeit to a very good Tennessee team in Knoxville. So, you know, I'm not gonna count that against them too much. They did lose to Kentucky at home. That one in my mind hurts them a little bit more. Uh they were favored to win that game by a good bit, I think. Uh, or I maybe like not. Six and a half. Oh, yeah. man, for six and a half. they they were favored to win. It was in the swamp. It was a night game. Uh, you know, there's not really much excuse for that in my mind. LSU, I understand why they're above us. Uh, I mean, they beat us head to head, so you got to put them above us, even with the. I mean, Florida State doesn't look as bad as we thought they were at the very beginning. Yeah, of the I season, mean, they're, they're so, four zero. I I um, just can't believe it. I'm, yeah,
1: we'll we'll see how that pans out. But.
0: You know, so I, I you know you can't really argue about that. Now the A and M and thing, uh. Well, I I, guess. Oh, I, didn't, so, I didn't even say that well, yet, but we'll go, sk- go ahead I'm, and get there. I'm sorry, I'm skipping ahead. My bad. Continue. Nine,
1: nine is A&M. They're in their own bracket on my sheet, and it just says, Lucky AF. Okay? <laughs> Ten is Arkansas. And I, on Arkansas, I, uh, it says, Bro, why are you here? How did you lose to A&M? Yeah. But they and did it to themselves. I, I just – are they better than that? Yes, but – I, I yeah, did it, I
0: I still think Arkie's a better team. A and M's got the loss to App State at home. That that's unthinkable to me. Arkie, on the other hand, uh, their one loss is against A and M at a neutral, but not neutral site quote, quote, it's in unquote, Dallas. Neutral. In the
1: Jerry World. Right? Um,
0: so you know, uh, Arkansas did do it to themselves. They're a better team than I thought was on the field this week. Um, so you know. But yeah, the nine and ten spot. I think. I think as it sits right now, we are a better team than A and M and Arky. But I could eat those words because we play them back to back these I next two weeks. Right yeah, now. so we have them both at home, so That's you know a plus one in our category. But we'll see how it goes.
1: They're so like A and M. I don't think it's going to sleep on us as hard after last year. But dude, Arkansas is so vulnerable right now. Yeah. Like they've got they've got Bama this week. It's just it. They, I mean, they, they got, have a good yeah, chance of going stretch.
0: to zero and three in this last three game stretch against Yeah, I think A&M, I think they'll be
1: or, BYU, or, but um. So let me ask you this: We're talking about this three game stretch. You know, we got A and M, Arkansas, and Kentucky on the road. And considering the sites, like considering all things true, rank it from most likely to win to least likely to win in those three games.
0: In our next three games, yes. Um, most likely. I think we beat Arkansas, then A&M is there in the middle, and I think our, our most likely to lose would be Kentucky in, in Kentucky. Yeah.
1: I feel – I, go, I think I'm going to go – I think I'm going to swap Arky and A&M with you. I think A&M is most likely. Really? Um, yeah, I just did. I just don't believe – you have to score points to win games, and your defense always isn't going to score points for you. Dude, I, I mean – Gosh, man, they're just putrid on offense. If if you take out their defensive touchdowns, they almost have nothing to show for it out of a Sam Houston State win. They lo- I mean, they beat a Miami team at home by 8 points and the Miami just lost to MTSU at home. Yeah, that's tough. Like just the, I know college football math, but dude, I mean just looking at the picture, man, like they just there's no way there's no way that they're a top 25 team. They're a top 25 talent, but they're not a top 25 team.
0: Yeah, not as they
1: right now. They're a QB away from being really good, but that is obviously the most important position on the field. Yeah. So, that being said, Arkansas, yes. Are you better than the 10 spot? Absolutely. Are you better than A&M? Absolutely. You just weren't on Saturday. Moving on. 11, South Carolina. Nobody watches him. 12 through 14. <laughs> Vander, Vanderbilt. Vanderbilt in Auburn. Uh, I have in a bracket that says trash. And 14, I have zoo, and it just says bro how? Question mark.
0: How did you lose to Auburn?
1: How did you lose to Auburn? You missed a 25-yard field goal. And then you get to OT, and you're literally walking into the end zone for the touchdown, and your running back just wrong hand, albeit he had the inside ball with the hand, just against the just against all football carrying rules, just reaches the ball out as if he was diving for the end zone when he was literally walking and just drops the ball. Yeah, I've, I've never seen. I've seen fumbles out the back of the end zone, but I've never seen one like that.
0: Yeah, that's tough.
1: I mean, uh, I
0: watched that. I watched that live, and I was thinking, I was like. When I watched it live, first thought, oh, he's reaching for the end zone. He got across and then dropped it. Uh, And then I, like, my eyes were deceiving me because I was like, that ball never crossed the plane. And, you know, when they slowed it down, of course, you see he changes his hands and just pretty much he's like trying to palm it like a basketball, but it would be like me trying to palm a basketball and I'm trying to squeeze yeah. it real tight and it just pops right out and that's exactly what yeah. happened and it was just yeah. it was hard to watch Missouri should have won that game, and yeah I understand they're in 14 because they didn't but the fact that Auburn is butted up next to them because Auburn lost that game twice basically is crazy to me that Auburn is down there but I, yes I
1: love that Auburn fans just know that like Harson is not the answer and that he's trash and that he's getting fired, but it just keeps getting postponed. Yeah. Because they keep somehow winning. I mean other than Penn State, but you know, Penn State's good. Uh but they just keep kicking this can down the road, like, oh well well, I guess we have to give him another freaking week. Like God done Yeah. Uh it's just so funny, man. It's just I feel I I don't have any, you know, like or dislike with Mizzou. I just think I seeing uh Coach drinks press game conference after the game. He just looked like so defeated. You know, coaches obviously don't look very happy after losses most of the time, but this dude, like, his hair was everywhere. <laughs> he looked like he'd been crying a little bit. He was sweating. I know he didn't want to be there. Um, he just looked, like, defeated in all aspects. Uh, so it was funny. And, you know, if you fumble at the back of the end zone on fourth down and you're diving for the pylon, whatever, dude. Like, you're trying to win the game. Like, that's going to be the last play of the game anyway. But yeah. Dude, it was, it was gonna be first and goal at worst. Yeah. Like, tuck that baby with two hands. Put your head down. Or and if not, if you can't get it in from, and that's what she said, if you can't get it in from second and, or no, it would have been first and in inches because he got a first down of it. Yeah. Then you don't deserve to win the game anyway. Like.
0: Yeah. There's no way. Just, I mean, uh, like, it uh, especially because he was not like. About to hit somebody on the no. on the goal line or anything, so no. it's
1: like no, the, the dude was like, but some, somewhat beside him and like behind him, right? Like, so like, why that ball
0: is stretched way out there, one handed, is beyond me at that point in the game. You know, it's it, but whatever. It's Missouri. I mean, what can you say? Yeah, doesn't bother uh, me. It's yeah. hilarious.
1: Auburn, Auburn Jesus is still alive and he's still uh <clears throat> in in Auburn, Alabama. So yeah, um, maybe he'll he'll get through uh. Get harasen through the season, which would be hysterical. So, um, those are my power rankings. Uh, things are going to just continue to get more complicated, especially after this Ole Miss and Kentucky game, um, yeah, upcoming. So, yeah, uh, like I said, I mentioned earlier, you know, like Georgia sh- struggled against Kent State, um, Mizzou and Auburn, craziest, most boring overtime I've ever seen. Uh, Tennessee-Florida, beautiful game. On, uh, I kind of thought Tennessee was going to Tennessee it at the end after the onside kick, but they held on. Ole Miss really struggled against Tulsa. They didn't score in the second half at all. Did you get to watch them any? Uh,
0: yeah, I did. I was actually eating dinner with a buddy, and we watched it uh, at the bar. And I really – I was kind of swapping back and forth between a few games at the at that time, like in the first half. Um, And, I mean, Ole Miss was blowing them out in the first half. So it's like – we were actually, we, we went to the Golden Nugget down there and we're doing some sports betting and Ole Miss was just blowing them out so I didn't really watch them as much. I was mostly watching the Tennessee game and all, all that. But then we went to eat after that and it was the second half of the Ole Miss game and Tulsa scored and then Tulsa scored again. And then, you know, it got close. And I was like, oh, we're watching this game because this might actually, you know, end up bad off for Ole Miss. But uh, it didn't, of course, they held them off. But yeah, uh, Ole Miss offense looked at ap- Absolutely putrid that second half. Like it was for a half. It, yeah, it was sad. Yeah, it's
1: crazy. Um, total yards. It was. Uh, they were within five yards of each other in total offense. Yeah, it's just nuts. Like Tulsa, like they just made made offense like look easy. Like they had a lot of yards. If they um, you know, they turned the ball over once. If they did, just probably just played a clean game and and got a couple uh third down stops. They probably would have won because there was no, no crowd there to get you know Ole Miss into the game. They just looked so uninterested, uninterest, and it kind of felt like a, like a seven on seven game. It, it was just very very odd. But yeah, anyway, and then you had you know Kentucky do the same thing against a Northern Illinois team that's one and three that lost to Vanderbilt by ten points. So Vanderbilt's beating uh, a team by more points than you are, and I'm pretty sure Vandy. I may be wrong, but I think Vandy played them on the road. I'm gonna check on that. Um,
0: uh, Vanderbilt played. Yeah,
1: they did play Northern yeah, Illinois on the road, so they, they beat did. them more by more points on the road than you beat them at home. What does that say about the state of Kentucky right now? Like, yeah. I I don't know. So they both got 8 point win this this Ole Miss Kentucky matchup. I can't remember the last time two super overrated teams met like this in a, in a game that on paper looked like it was supposed to be really interesting and fun, but in the back of my mind, I knew, like, both these teams are not good. Like, they're, they're – Ole Miss offense is, I think, good, but it's not anything special, and their defense is bad. They're yeah. also mi- missing uh, Otis Reese, who's probably their best defensive player because he had a targeting call, so he's going to be out the first half of this game um, against Kentucky. So that's something to be – I don't know. I don't know. I don't. We're going to do our picks in a second. Um, Vandy gets blown out by Bama. Bama covers the spread. LSU shuts out New Mexico. I think LSU is going to make a run later this year, and they're going to be respected eventually.
0: And I think they'll start this week at Auburn. Yeah. Uh,
1: Yeah. Well, and you can't really say that because Auburn's so bad. I I think even if LSU wins by 21, they're going to be like, well, Auburn blows. Yeah, but I think think
0: LSU will have to prove themselves with the Tennessee, Florida, and Ole Miss – you know, uh, and it's
1: uh, dude, it blows that they got an eleven a.m. kickoff for the LSU Tennessee game because I think it's gonna be a very very underrated game.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, and then like I said, South Carolina, nobody watches them. Not even gonna read their score out. Yeah. So
0: let's uh, uh you want to run through these these week uh this next week game? Just uh, we don't really even have I to do too many predictions except for the big ones. But
1: uh, no, no, no. Yeah. Uh, uh, South Carolina pops up again. They actually play Thursday. Interesting. Who cares? Uh, okay. So <laughs> starting off, we just mentioned it: Kentucky, Ole Miss, eleven a.m. Saturday, 2-4-0 teams. Um, Kentucky's currently ranked 7, Ole Miss 14. Uh, Ole Miss is favored by 6.5 right now. Who you like?
0: Uh, I like Ole Miss in this game. Uh, I think I think right now, as it says, Kentucky has the better quarterback. Uh, but I think Ole Miss has more playmakers on offense. And defensive-wise, I don't really know enough about Kentucky's defense to say who I like's defense better. But I know Old Miss is, isn't, you know, extravagant by yeah. any means. I mean, Especially Mark, Mark, with...
1: Sto- Mark Stoops alone, like, you know, like, he's got to be coaching better than Old Miss defense. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, I mean, that so, they definitely have it, somewhat of an edge.
0: Yeah, I like Ole Miss in this game. They're at home. Uh, I think they get it done. Like you said, uh, is it a blowout? I hope not. But we'll see, you know. Uh quickly just the games that we don't have to talk about. Uh Florida and EWU don't have to talk about it. Georgia at Missouri don't have to talk about it. Um South Carolina, don't have to talk about it. Uh Tennessee and Vanderbilt are both off. So those are really the games we don't have to talk about. But the rest of the games are actually looking pretty good. So
1: Yeah, so uh two thirty slate, CBS, um typical Bama slate, uh Alabama and Arkansas, it's at Arkansas. Uh, Arky slid down to the twenty spot. Bama is favored by seventeen and a half. Oh, I forgot to ask. Do you um do you think Ole Miss covers spread or no? It's six and a half for all our betters out there.
0: Yeah, I I think they got the spread on this one.
1: Uh, yeah, I do. Okay, Bama and Arky, Uh Like I said, Bama by seventeen and a half. What's your take here?
0: Uh, yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. I'm, yep. I'm, I'm 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 betting that line. Bama's okay. Bama's gonna. Win by seventeen, at least,
1: or a seventeen and a half, though. Eighteen, okay,
0: okay, they're
1: gonna win go. by eighteen. Uh, yeah, okay. Let's do this then, because obviously we both agree. Um, over under four hundred passing yards for Bryce Young.
0: Uh, I'm gonna go under. Uh, uh. The, yeah, uh, no, secondary's bad. Yeah, they are bad, but I'm still gonna take the under because they're playing at home. Uh, and I, I think, you know, Saban's still gonna run the ball some. Uh, I, I'm gonna take I, I if you gave me 300, I'd, I'd take the over, but uh 400, okay. uh, I'm gonna take 3, the under
1: three right. fi- 350. Oh, come on. Uh, I won't move it again. 350 over under
0: for Bryce Young passing 350 at Arkansas with Arkansas's kindergarten of a secondary.
1: Yeah, I'll go. I'll,
0: I'll take the over on that.
1: <laughs> okay. Yeah, I do too. I think it'll be somewhere between 350 and four. Um over under three and a half touchdowns
0: for price. Oh, over. I'm, yeah. I'm hammering yeah. that over pa-
1: pa- passing.
0: Uh, yeah, I, I still okay. think it's gets All right. four. All
1: right. Okay. Fair enough. All right. Moving on. Um, LSU at Auburn, both three and one, but two very different three and one teams. <laughs> yeah. This is a six o'clock game. And uh, LSU is favored by nine right now. I, th- I think I would – I'm loving that line. Yeah. I actually may, may slam that one later. Um, let's just make our own line here for Pete's sake. Uh, LSU covers – let's say LSU is favored by 16.5. You think they cover that or no? Uh,
0: I was thinking more like 11.5 or something like that or –
1: I think they easily win by 14. Even.
0: Yeah. Okay. Well, you know, uh we'll see. For some reason I I just don't think that this this will be a crazy high-scoring game, but you know, you never know. Man, when
1: yeah. is Auburn going to go on the road?
0: They haven't had an away game yet, have they?
1: I feel it's like they've like, wow. had one, but I, uh, No,
0: it's oh, uh Mercer at home, San Jose State at home, they're Ed they're State home. at home, they're Missouri home. at home, LSU Whoa, at home. 5 in a row? Yeah. And then they've what? got then they've got away at Georgia, away at Ole Miss, off, and then they're home for Arkansas. They're away for us, they're at us, and then they're then they got AM at home, WKU at home, and then Alabama away. Yeah, so they've got 8 home games like we will next year. Like well, next year,
1: dude. That's crazy. But opening yeah. with five in a row, I wouldn't want to do that.
0: <laughs> that's just too many weekends that dude, I have.
1: To, your you first know. away game is going to be at Georgia.
0: Yeah, that's tough. <laughs>
1: oh, dude, they're get I, the spread for that better be like twenty eight.
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: they're gonna get drug. Man, they're gonna lose. Man, they're gonna lose to Georgia, and then Ole Miss, and then Arkansas, and then us, and then probably a And M. Maybe can beat Western Kentucky. Western Kentucky's not that bad, and then they got Bama at home. They're gonna lose five of their last six, at least.
0: Yeah, that's tough. Yeah. Okay. That's,
1: yeah. Let's. What week will uh, Harson be fired by? Uh, I'd say after
0: Arkansas. I was about to say Arkansas week. Yeah, if they lose to LSU, Georgia, Old Miss, and then Arkansas, yeah, I, I think he's gone. And then we're playing an interim coach.
1: But honestly, if they go zero for three in this next three I think I think he get fired after Old Miss really wow. he, he's got to he's got to figure out a way to I mean he's not going to be Georgia he's got to figure out a way to be uh LSU or Old Miss one of the two or I think he'll be gone uh before yeah. Arkansas but we'll moving see on. um moving on uh then then it's just us but we're going to save our game for yeah for Thursday so yeah. so that being said um, I just, I just, I'm sorry. I just had a lot to say this pod. I just, I really hate A&M and football's getting weird.
0: And we're not even supposed to be talking about A&M this pod, but. And we're not, are. but I'm going
1: to, I'm going to list off another stat here. Uh, A&M is dead last in the conference in yards per game.
0: I'd they're love to see and
1: 54 yards behind Vanderbilt, who is 13.
0: <laughs> that is, that is tough. That is tough. If you're, if you're behind Vanderbilt in any offensive stat, that's, that's tough. I mean. I we're probably behind them in rushing, but you know
1: that's oh, let, not the it, same it's thing. not it's not called the ground raid. Okay. <laughs> yeah,
0: <laughs>
1: um, and you know, since you brought that up, I mean, yeah, we're last in rushing, but like it's not; they're only they're only 180
0: yards ahead of us. I mean, whatever. Yeah, but like if I'm looking at if I'm looking at a team versus a team, I'm not looking at individual stats. I'm looking at offense points scored, that kind of Wards stuff. Game yeah.
1: yards per game. Defensive yards per game, defensive points per game. Yeah. Maybe turn maybe turnovers or something. But uh yeah, so we'll get into that on Thursday. I'm gonna find a, a guest for May and M along with your lovely lady if she uh can handle the the flack.
0: Well, I, I asked her if she wanted to be on it and her question was, What do I talk about? So I have no idea if she's gonna come um, on here talking about what uniforms they're wearing or what they're doing. I have no idea.
1: We can just ask her questions about like Colt behavior and tradition at A&M. Yeah,
0: well, she will probably enjoy that very much. So we'll have to do that.
1: All right, man. You, you have anything, uh, any, anything you want to add before we get out of here?
0: Uh, no, other than the fact that uh, you actually came up with a good idea. We're going to do a uh, poll on Twitter every week from this podcast, uh, and then we'll talk about it the next uh, podcast, reviewing the game the next week. So, uh, we'll go ahead. Uh, we're going to shoot that poll up on Twitter, uh, tonight. So, uh, look out for that and, uh, we'll talk about it. Make sure you go to uh dog today's Twitter handle and look that up and, uh, vote. I'm not going to tell you what it is right now. So you'll have to go to Twitter and find out and, uh, give us your honest feedback. Feel free to comment if you want. Maybe we'll read off some of the good comments and, uh, we'll talk about it next pod. Well, uh, that's yeah. about it for me.
1: All right, me too, man. If y'all have any uh, poll ideas um, that you want me to throw up in following weeks, just hit me up. Uh, this is Dogs of Day. It's been a good one. Um, y'all take it easy. The kickoff slash walk-off song of the week, whatever you want to say. Uh, we're going to do a little, uh, little Kansas, carry on my wayward son. Y'all take it easy. Have a good
0: week. All right, we'll see you all next week.